0: Tonight I feel very inadequate to bring the last message. And um, about a month, over a month ago, when I was when I was praying uh, for the meeting, praying for the different preachers, praying for uh, God to do something for us, the Lord had impressed a message uh, on my heart that I had uh, first preached uh, seven or eight years ago. When I had planned on preaching this message up until yesterday evening, and then the Lord began to just. Uh, uh, makes make it obvious that he would have me go in a different direction, <clears throat> and i 'm going to apologize to the people of emanuel Baptist Church because i 'm going to preach from a text I preached from a few weeks ago and i 'm going to preach the same truth in the same thought but a little bit different message. Um, but I know the way you normally pay attention, and uh, it'll be some of you will be pastor that 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 message. I, that, that's the best message I've ever, heard. I've ever heard you preach, and you'll have no idea it was the same message, but <clears throat> it's a thought. I don't really have much of an outline tonight, um, and, and if you've been saved any length of time, that scares you when you hear a preacher say, I don't have much of an outline tonight, but I want to be a blessing. Look at me one verse, Acts 21, <clears throat> verse number 16. There went with us also certain of the disciples of Caesarea. Paul, of course, is in his ministry of preaching the gospel, starting churches. He's gone from city to city. Now we find him coming back to Jerusalem. He has, there's been many converts, many who believed, as Brother Belcher talked about that plan, that program. The Apostle Paul certainly worked the plan. He certainly lived and breathed the program of God. No doubt, no doubt, he had the power of God on him. Uh, it, it's, it's an amazing thing when you think of the ministry of the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul, along the way, he made a lot of friends because of the message, because of the conversions. But any time you begin preaching the Lord Jesus Christ, you will make, the people will forever be grateful to you for, for giving them the gospel. But you'll also make enemies. And Paul was stirred up, stirred up trouble, and he created enemies and he would face persecutions. It's an amazing thing when I study the book of Acts and I look through the book of Acts, and you just begin to take note in your mind of all of his companions along the way. Some named, some unnamed. If you look at the book of Acts, like I typically look at the book of Acts, uh, you, 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 want, you read those things that Paul did. You read those things that, uh, it, that all these apostles did. And, <clears throat> but in the scenes, God has chosen to place some people there that along the way, they became Paul's companions. We see one in verse 16. There went with us also certain of the disciples of Caesarea <clears throat> and brought with them one Nason of Cyprus, an old disciple, with whom we should lodge. This is the one and only time this man, Nason, was mentioned. We know where he was from, and it was mentioned that he was an old disciple. I don't know about you, but when I read that, what word jumps off of the page? Old. But let me ask you a question. What word do you think God sees? Disciple. Disciple. I want to give you a thought tonight. An old disciple, but still a disciple. An old disciple, but still a disciple. Father, I pray that tonight, just for a few moments, as we bring this meeting to a close, this service to a close, where my heart is full at what you've done in my own life, it's been an encouragement and a blessing to see the preachers who've been here and them to express what you've done in their life. Father, what a challenge we've already had this evening. What a reminder we've already had this evening. And Father, I pray that you would just order this service. May the Holy Spirit of God do what only he can do. And Father, may we be helped, may we be encouraged by the thought this evening. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. On the surface we find a man who is just barely mentioned in Scripture. One of the many companions that came alongside Paul during his ministry. But God was very clear and he was very on purpose. He recorded this man in Scripture. There was a lot of men, there was a lot of those that came alongside his man that he did not name, that they're not named in Scripture, but certainly they were named in heaven. But God has recorded this individual for us this evening, and we were, we were told that he was from Cyprus, and I'll not go into uh, where he, uh, how he probably got the gospel, but we know he was a, a saved man, and the scripture tells us he was an old disciple, now living in Jerusalem, and he was there to be with the apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul is doing a great work and now he's coming back to Jerusalem and he is going to a fellowship with him and be with the Apostle Paul. But you notice that it was, uh, God recorded for us in Scripture that he was an old disciple. He was an old man. He had been saved for many, many years. We do not see in Scripture about his talent. We do not see in Scripture about his personality. We do not see in Scripture about any success that he had as a Christian. We don't know of any converts he had. We don't know of any uh, things that he did for the Lord other than the fact that he is now here with Paul and these other Christians. And Scripture records for us that he was an old disciple. He was known by the Old disciple. And we can think of that and we can make an application this evening because many times we allow things, we look at things a little bit differently than God looks at things. Sometimes we look at those and say they're an old Christian or they're a poor Christian, they're a sick Christian. They're a, they're a Christian that's been betrayed. They're somebody who has been left alone. They're somebody who, they're not quite what they used to be. But friend, we've got to be reminded that God sees individuals different than you and I see them. He was known in Scripture. He's recorded for us as the old disciple. And let me just right into the message this evening And Let me just have us go make a few statements tonight and, and let the Lord use them. God sees disciple when man sees old. Well, he is recorded. And, 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 I, and I asked you, and, and, and some of you, you, you oh, my church members, you, 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 you fell for the same thing again. But I asked you, what do you see there? He's an old disciple. Isn't it true that man puts the emphasis on the old? But I promise you, there was a God in heaven who said, I want everybody to know that he's my disciple. I want for all of eternity, I am recording that this man was a disciple. He was a faithful man. And let me just remind you that what we call disciple down here is a little bit different than what God considers to be a disciple. And God says, I'm going to remind everybody this man was a disciple, but we look at the fact that he was an old disciple. But God sees a faithful disciple. See, so let me make a application tonight and that is we tend to focus on our limitations. Boy, one thing that's blessed my heart and I hope you won't think this is disrespectful is to see some old preachers this week. Some old men of God. Boy, one thing that grieves my heart and grieves my soul is the generation today that just looks at faithful men of God who've preached the gospel not just for years but for decades and say well they're just an old preacher uh, they, they can't help me anymore they're just an old preacher uh, let, let the new guys get on the scene and I'm so sick and tired of well it's, it's, it's time for us to have the opportunities and, and these old guys need to get out of the way for him I promise you God sees it a little bit differently than man sees it, but it's been a blessing to see the old preachers. I was thinking this week that it's, what have these preachers seen? What have they been able to be a part of? See, friend, if we're not careful, we'll look at the person serving next to us and We'll look at that maybe tonight. You could look at your pastor. You're not from here, and you look at your pastor and say, Well, I think it might have just passed him by. I think he's he he's getting to that point where he, he might need to just retire and step down. Friend, you need to look at the faithfulness, you need to look at the fact that he's a he's a disciple, look at the fact that he's a man of God, look at what God is still doing. We look and say, Well, he has those limitations. And I know as a pastor, I have to always remind myself that there's not anything that, that there's not it's not just a bus kid. But somebody that God can do something with. It's not just another number coming in the door. It is an individual that God can do a great work with. And while sometimes in our busyness and sometimes with with our passion to do what God has instructed us to do, we look at the surface things and say, how can they fit in and help us accomplish this? When I promise you there's a God in heaven who sees something completely different. We tend to look on our limitations Friend, tonight I want to help you. I want to encourage you. If you fall into that older preacher, that older Christian, that older servant of God category, often we will look at the limitation and not the relationship. Well, we have to be very, very careful. We look and say, well, it's passed me by. What can I do anymore? It's the relationship that's important to God. It's the relationship, and oftentimes a younger generation will look at that older generation. Whether you're a teenager, whether you're, you're these young adults, you ought to listen to those that God have placed in your life. And, and God looks at that relationship, and there's that relationship. We, we put too much on talent. We put too much on what people can do. And We ought to look at the relationship that they have with God. Friend, put the priority on your relationship. Put your priority on being that disciple of God. See, God sees the disciple, the man sees the old, the sickness that you may have that in your mind limits you, the disappointment that you faced, and well, they're a disappointed disciple. They may be disappointed, but still be a disciple. Well, uh, Pastor, uh, before I got sick, I could do this. Or, or before, I, before, I, could, before I, I faced this, I could do this. Friend, focus on your, the relationship with God and be reminded that God sees the relationship while we see the old. The next statement I'll make tonight, and I'll move very, very quickly, I will not be long at all, is that the relationship is not based on your ability, but your dependability on God. It would do us good. You say, "Well, the, the old disciples—they don't have the energy." You know, I've look, never looked at an old preacher and said, "I wish I had his energy." <laughs> never have. I've never looked at an old preacher and said, "Oh, I wish I, I wish I had wish I had their personality." All some have still have good personality. But I tell you, I've been privileged from a boy to be around the old men of God. I can tell you I have said I want that relationship that they have with God I want that relationship that they have I want the power that they have see the relationship is not based on our ability but our dependability on God we all know this sometimes God allows us to allow things to come into our life to make us more dependent on God to to become more dependent on him. Number three, only eternity will reveal the impact that this man had. This is where I'd like to spend just a moment. And think of that old, that that prophet, the apostle Paul. Oh, we know that the power of God was on the apostle Paul and scripture tells us, this very book tells us that He did great miracles for God. He did unbelievable works for God and God empowered him in great, great ways we forget that Paul was flesh as we are flesh. And we forget that Paul had his low moments. And, and you, you just, you're just not going to convince me that even in the beatings and even in all of the persecutions, that there never was a thoughts of weakness cross his mind. There never was times where he said, am I going to be able to do this? Or, or how much more am I going to have to endure for this? But along the way, not only would God encourage him, and not only did he know as was already preached that God was with him always, God would bring people alongside of him to be an encouragement to him. Let me encourage you, older men of God, you older saints of God. I know one person that encourages this preacher to see that you're still in it, that you're still doing it, that you still want to serve God. You can say well, I tell you, I, 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 I took the church that my father pastored for 33 years. And it's been an experience. The, the, the men who the man who it's, it's really an interesting dynamic. The man who was on the, the pulpit committee that called my father is still in the church. I'm not sure where he's at. He's probably out there selling drugs or something, Brother Bob. Oh, there it's Brother Bob right there. Okay. I didn't expect to see him in church tonight, but. It's an interesting thing. So many in our church, I look as I sit on the platform week after week. I've watched so many grow old. Their kids and me, we grew up together. I tell you, I get excited to see our young people grow up in the things of God. I get excited as I have one of our little children come up to me tonight and we'll present him on Sunday So say, God's called me to preach. I get excited about that. But I tell you, you know, you know what encourages this young preacher? Sell that platform. You see those gray heads and those white heads and in some, in some cases, anyway, to see them out there because it reminds me that there is a faithful God. It reminds me that I've got to uh, uh, pay attention to my fellowship with God and I've got to be faithful because there are those that have gone on before me. And, and I'll tell you this, I don't have a bigger crowd that cheers for me. You say, how do those gray hairs, those that watched you grow up, how do they treat you? They treat me better than anybody else treats me. I can tell you, I don't have the time, I don't even know if they know, they, they can even tell you what i have even saying. But they just, they, they just give me the thumbs up and they say, way to go, pastor. And we're for you, pastor. And I'll tell you who's been the most excited. And, and our church is excited about what God has done and how God is doing it and we're going to move once again. And I'll tell you who the... And I've been asked, well, what about that older crowd? What do they think about it? They're the ones pushing me the hardest. Yeah. They're the ones saying, Pastor, when are we going? What are we going to do? How are we going to do it? They're, they're just old folks. They're just old Christians. i tell you, they, it, 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 it turns my heart to watch the step a little bit slower. Pastor, I... I'd go out with you, but I just, I just, I just don't have the strength today. But I tell you, it does my heart good to see the old disciple. What an encouragement. What an encouragement. Hey, old disciple. Hey, old Christian. It's Starling good to see you tonight. Man, he's faithfully preached the gospel for decades. Oh, it stirs the heart I wonder what kind of an encouragement this man was to the Apostle Paul. I don't know Paul's mood that day. I know the circumstances. If you read chapter 20 and 21, I know the circumstances of which Paul is coming to Jerusalem. I don't know how low he was that day. I don't know how discouraged he was that day. Here comes an old disciple. I'm still in it, Paul. Paul. What are you doing here? I came to see you, Paul. What what are we What do you, what do you mean you got to go to What do you mean you got to get some rest? There's work to be done. I didn't come to Jerusalem for Cyprus to, to, to do anything other than we got we to continue on. We got to press on. This man was probably one of the first converts, one of the first ones who ever trusted Christ. He's been saved for all this time now and ages got, 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 got by. And this was not an easy time to be a Christian. This was not an easy time to profess your faith, their faith. And here comes this old disciple. Where's the apostle Paul? What are we going to get done for the cause of Christ? You have no idea, saint of God, what an encouragement you are. Let me just challenge that younger generation. It's time for us to look and say let's follow the example that has been set for us. We sit back and you young people that are in the service that are part of the Emmanuel Baptist Church there was a price that was paid for us to enjoy what we have and how dare me as a preacher of the gospel how dare me take from that previous generation and take from that previous generation And enjoy the benefit and be able as a child to sit there and say, I've seen what God can do. I've seen how God has done it. And then to take those very ones that it's obvious that God's got his hand on. It's obvious that they are precious to a holy God. And God looks at them and says, they don't move as quick as they used to move, but they're still moving. They can't preach with the strength they used to preach with, but they're still preaching. They can't do what they used to do, but they're still going. Boy, I was looking over our choir tonight, and I love seeing the young people in the choir fired up, ready, but I love those we had to put a rail up for you to get up one step into the choir, praise the Lord, an old disciple but still a disciple the last statement spite of being old Manson he was still in the fight in spite of being old, my, my, this illustration just came to my mind. My great uncle, Uncle James, if you were part of this church, anything you know Uncle James. He served in World War II with Patton. He served in the Korean War. As he got older... I can still remember we had a time of honoring him as a a veteran a war hero. And at that time, we didn't have a, I'll just say we had a democratic president. It probably wasn't the wisest thing to let that old man get up and say what was on his mind. I'm ready to go on one more mission. It would be something that he said. But he was an old man, an old soldier. Just because he didn't move like he used to move, and you look at his broken body, and him talking of all the battles, and telling stories of all the battles that they were in. It was hard to imagine the man in that old body Being able to do the things that he did, but it did not take away from what he did do. See, in spite of him being an old disciple, he was still in the fight. He was still at it. Here's my whole message: the whole message, simple truth. And those of you that are members of a main Baptist church, you know me, closing my Bible means absolutely nothing. And the fact that you're laughing that hard, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Are you an old disciple tonight? Keep going. Keep going. Are you a sick disciple? Keep going. Keep going. Are you a forgotten disciple? Keep going. Keep going. Are you a lonely disciple? Keep going. Are you a broken disciple? Keep going. Keep going. And those... It can't be said of you, you're an old disciple. It can't be said of you that you know what it's like to face adversity and have to overcome. And as was sung tonight, you know what it's like to be in the fire. You've yet to be there. But I promise you, the time's coming The time's coming when it's just going to be you and no man can comfort you, no man can console you. You may pastor that church out in the middle of nowhere and there's going to come a time when it's just you and God and nobody else. Remember, remember, remember. You focus on just being a disciple. I tell you, I have a a perspective that I have not always have. I have goals. I have dreams. I want to reach my city for, for Christ. I want to impact the world with the gospel. But let me tell you what I've got higher than those goals. I want to be an old disciple. I have no desire to be old. I have no desire to all that comes with me. And I appreciate you two men reminding me how horrible it is to be your age. I appreciate you reminding me what I have to look for. Now it has done this. I pray for Jesus to come a whole lot more than I used to pray for Jesus to come. Ever come quickly, Lord Jesus. Because I don't want, I don't want to know all that you're going through. I, what's that bag for? We're just we're just going to lunch. That's my meds I gotta have with me. So when somebody asks me, do you want to live a long life? No nope, no, absolutely not, but i tell you what I want to do, I want it to be said of me, to ask these men this week, how long have you been pastor, remind me, 34 years, 39 years, been in that one church, Brother Belcher, 23 years, is that right? 41 years. So you want to grow old? I don't want to grow old. But I do want to be an old disciple. I do want to be an old preacher. I do want to be an old Christian. the barns, you don't feel good, do you? But you're still a disciple. You don't move like you used to, brother, do you? You're still a disciple. Not as strong as you used to be, Dad, huh? Still a disciple. But Steve, you're a sick disciple. But you're still a disciple. When I stand before my God, I want him to say, well done. Yeah. 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 You finished yeah. the will that I had for you. And friend, you may look at yourself and say, all I do is hold a door in my church. All I do is hold a spot in the choir. All I do is I'm out somewhere in this country and and I've got a small group of people that God has given me the privilege of pastoring. Friend, you finish... You finish, you finish, make that goal, that desire to one day say, I don't move as quick as I used to, but I'm still moving. I don't thunder from behind the pulpit as as loud as I used to thunder, but I can still thunder every once in a while. I've still got the same book. I've still got the same fire. But this old body just don't move like it used to move. It just can't do what it used to be able to do. No, you, 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 you that serve in your local church, you serve faithfully. You finish well. You complete the will of God that God has for your life. You, you cheer on that man of God that you have, and you say, Pastor, we're going to do some great things together, but we're going to grow old together. We're going we're to do the work of God. Together and one day let's make it our goal when we stand before God. You may have finished your journey. People don't know the story. It's going to be true. God, if He doesn't, if Jesus doesn't return, there's going to be a generation in the Emmanuel Baptist Church that He'll call home. And a decade from now, they'll not know the stories of the sacrifice. Of the dedication. Who's that old man that keeps telling those same jokes over and over again? They're a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. Friend, if you can't move like you used to be able to move, you focus on your relationship. You focus on being a disciple. Those of us, we're not, we're not quite there yet. Maybe we we don't know what it's like to have sickness in our body. We don't know what it's like to have the burdens that others have. Why don't we decide to finish? To finish? To complete the task that God has for us. Father, I...